Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. I bring you greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In this episode, I want to talk about how to be strong in the Lord. How do we do that? Why do we need to become strong in the Lord? That's what we want to talk about today. I will be ministering from chapter 6 of Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. The title of this episode, How to Be Strong in the Lord, suggests that there is a method to becoming strong in the Lord because the title begins with the words, How to. And that's definitely true. There is a method to becoming strong in the Lord. Being a Christian does not automatically make you strong in the Lord. You can be a Christian and not be strong in the Lord, but you can't be strong in the Lord without being a Christian. Being strong in the Lord does not automatically come with the duration of time that you have been a Christian. You can be a Christian for 50 years and still not be regarded as being strong in the Lord. Somebody might ask the question, what's the difference? A Christian is a Christian is a Christian. True, but there are practical reasons why you and I need to become strong in the Lord. That's what Paul the Apostle is sharing with us in his letter to the church at Ephesus chapter 6. And I believe that after we have worked through the verses that we will discuss you will agree that there are significant reasons for us to become strong in the Lord. In verse 10 of chapter 6 of Paul's letter, he advises the believers to be strong in the Lord. Now let me say that every Christian has what he or she needs to become strong in the Lord. Am I saying that the process of getting there is the same for everybody? No. Some people have to work harder at getting there. Some people have more challenges to getting there than others do. For instance, if you are unequally yoked in marriage and your spouse does not support your efforts, to become strong in the Lord, that will make it more challenging. But the fact remains that every Christian has what he or she needs to become strong in the Lord. In verse 11, Paul writes, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now this verse reveals two important things. One, this verse tells us how we become strong in the Lord. 
The answer is by putting on the whole armor that comes from God. We know what armor is, right? It's what we put on to equip us for battle. And we will talk about the armor of God more a little later in this episode. Two, this verse, namely verse 11, gives us the practical reason why we need to become strong in the Lord. It says that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Obviously, if we need to put on the whole arm of God so we can stand against the wiles of the devil, or should I say the schemes or tricks or attacks of the devil, then if we don't do this, that is, put on the whole arm of God, then we won't be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Why is Paul talking about standing against the wiles of the devil? Well, we find the answer to that question in verse 12. Here's what Paul writes in that verse. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, if you were to ask the average person who is his or her enemy, more often than not, the person would think about or name another person. But according to this verse 12, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. The real enemy is listed in this verse, principalities, powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Let me just touch on each of these. A principality is an entity that includes a prince or a head and has subordinates under that head. What we're talking about here, friends, are organized forces. The verse also says we're fighting against powers. Not all demons are the same, but there are demons that have been empowered to inflict specific kinds of punishment. In Jesus's day, he encountered spirits of infirmity. He also encountered unclean spirits. Thirdly, this verse says we also wrestle against the rulers of the darkness of this world. I want you to know that the darkness of this world is not happenstance. There are demonic forces ruling this darkness and they have targeted objectives. These demonic forces may seem quite intimidating, but when we put on the whole armor of God, we have more than enough to win. That's why verse 13 talks about us being able to stand in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. So what is the evil day spoken of in verse 13? It's those days in your life when the enemy declares all out war against you. Believe me, you will know when that day comes in your life. 
But if you put on the whole arm of God, you will be able to stand even in the evil day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So here is the crucial point. It is the nature of the enemy that dictates the kind of warfare we must do in order to win. We don't get to determine how we must fight in order to win the fight. The enemy determines that. Why do you think that we and every major nation have intelligence agencies? We and they do because in order for us to win against those who want to do us harm, we have to know what works against them and what does not. The purpose of our intelligence is to find out how to get the upper hand on adversarial nations, to find out their weaknesses and their strengths, because that in turn determines what kind of battle plan we need to fight in order to win. If we ignore the intelligence and just do the same old, same old, our strategy will be flawed and our warfare will not be effective. The same reasoning holds when we are fighting the enemy. According to verse 12, our enemy is the devil. In our own strength, you and I are no match for the devil. You couldn't beat a demon if he were to tie his hands behind his back and blindfold himself, if I can put it in human terms. You and I are absolutely no match for the devil in our own strength. The only way that we can win against the enemy is with the armor that comes from God. The reason America is losing the battle in our streets and on every other front that plagues us is because America is misapplying its vast resources. I'm saying, number one, America is fighting the wrong enemy. And two, the armor that America uses is to no avail against the real enemy. We are merely fighting the symptoms of the real problem. People are acting crazy because of the rulers of the darkness of this world. Again, it is not our choice as to how we must fight to win. The enemy determines that. And as long as America is in denial or in darkness as to who is the real enemy, and our desperate need for God to help us, we will continue to lose the battles that we are fighting. So the Bible states that we should put on the whole arm of God in order to win. The components of the arm of God are listed in verses 14 through 17 of chapter 6 of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. There, Paul uses the symbology of armor. He talks about the girdle or the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then in verse 18, he says, praying always. In other words, 
put these components on praying always. The question is, how do we put on these components of the arm of God? We do that by walking in or living by those things. In other words, by walking in truth or integrity, walking in righteousness, living by faith, living by the word of God, and praying always. My friend, that's how we become strong, not in our own strength, but strong in the Lord. Friend, I want you to know that we are living in spiritually vicious times. And I want to encourage you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Again, we do that by putting on the whole armor of God. We look at the news and we wonder, what in the world is going on? Well, I can tell you what's going on. The devil is running rampant. He is out to kill, to steal, and to destroy, and he is doing that very thing. But listen, we have more than enough to win when we put on the whole arm of God. It will make us armed and dangerous. And the Bible says we will be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to still stand firm. So my appeal to you is to put on the whole armor of God so you can be armed and dangerous. Paul wrote those things because that is the will of God for our life. Amen. Praise God. Well, my friend, that brings us to the end of this very important episode. I hope that you were blessed in our time together as we talked about how to be strong in the Lord. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank Kane saying, may heaven's best be yours.